lift off and the clock has started. And welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 263, recording October, October 2nd, 2023. My name is Zach Anderson. This week, we are going to be talking about some top 25s. We're going to swing by and see our boy at the trailer park. we got some hot new releases to discuss. And, you know, all the other accoutrement that comes with Shannon, How Do I Win the Lottery More? Yeah, it's uh, it's becoming more and more necessary these days. I just um, got a lot of things I want to buy, and I don't have mm-hmm. any of the monies. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the Bay Area is a very expensive place to live, as you well know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's rough out here in them streets. If I made, if I made what I make in 95% of this <laughs> country... I got a paid off house. I got decent cars. I'm probably belonging to a country club, even though I don't want to, you know, like it just, it's fine (laughs) here. Not so much. Just, just not so much. Um, I need to, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, so I was thinking about this today as I was just like, you know, talking, like thinking about like my life choices, what is like the minimum amount like you would take winning the lottery? Like if you could choose the dollar amount, like of course everybody's going to choose like the billion mm-hmm. dollar ones. That's fine. But like, let's say you hit the jackpot, but it's not, it, you hit the number, the winning numbers, but it's not mm-hmm. like a banger, right? Like what would be one where you could be like, okay, well this was my one shot. I'm happy with it. Like I can walk away here and just be fine. After taxes and everything, if I walked away with over $20 million, <laughs> 20 million. Fine. That, yeah. that's where you want to be bro like i mean you can set the bar you lower. said I mean, you I'm, said okay. Okay. what okay. is you're the right. acceptable right. number that's right. it you're right <laughs> I, I didn't set a boundary i'm so I, I like or you know that's fine that's cool it i'm is. not I, I don't give a shit if i went five hundred thousand dollars i can't even pay off my house like <laughs> <laughs> who gives a shit at that i point? mean i'm just saying like if i hit a six million dollar jackpot mm-hmm and I, you know, after paying the government half, I'm left with $3 million. Uh-huh. That essentially pays me personally for, like, the next 30 years. Of, if, like, if I paid myself what I make now, that's, like, 30 years yeah. of salary for me. Like, I don't got to go back to work if I just have somebody ration out, like, my money on a weekly basis. I'd be fine with that. Like, you know? Like I mean, six. very fair. Very fair. Uh if you attach the phrase lottery winner to my name, uh-huh. I want more than the life I'm living right now. Oh. That's no. all I'm saying. That's all I'm no. saying. All right. All right. That's fair. Like, That's fair. I would like my situation to genuinely improve and not just, and not just like, well, I can shop at Whole Foods and not Safeway now. You know, like, 
Yeah, that is true. If you're a lottery winner and yet when you go to buy tacos from a food truck and you're trying to figure out what credit card to put it on and you're a lottery <laughs> yeah. winner, I don't think exactly. that counts. Exactly. Uh, that lovely voice you hear is someone uh, who's struggling right now. And that's Justin. Get good, Carter. It's your boy. You know, getting good's hard, guys. Um, it is. And I feel like, you know, we, we talked about Liza P last week. And anytime a new Souls type game comes out, I feel like the subject of getting good always comes up. And it does rear its ugly head. Yeah, it does. You are correct. And the argument, as old as time, will always resurface as to whether or not, like, should Souls games have an easy mode? It's a debate as old as time. It's one of those things where I feel like there's three categories of people. There's people who do think they should have easy modes. There's people who like don't care. They're like, oh, you know, if it does, whatever, I can play on the hard mode. And then there's people who are just like, no, it is what it is. If it's not for you, it's not for you. Get good. You suck. And, you know, I feel like the correct answer is somewhere in the middle. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, you know, I feel like Elden Ring sold, sold big numbers. It was easy to everyone on here, even Shannon, bought and played Elden Ring. So I think that speaks yeah. volumes to how far, like, the genres come in terms of, like, bringing in new people. Uh, but yes, Liza P, though, is modeled very much after Bloodborne, which will not hold your hand. And the beginning area alone is very unforgiving and... Uh, this, arg- this argument came up again recently because when Liza P came out, my friend Troy, very excited for the game, he got to what is essentially the first big enemy, the police officer fight where you get the key in Liza mm-hmm. P. That is mm-hmm. where he got to. He died, I think, 10 times against him and then, yeah, yes. and then gave up and uninstalled the game. Also um, relatable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which, you know, I tried to tell him, like, dude, you just got to backstab him. I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. I'm like, but it sounds like you're being too aggressive. And you got to take your time. You have to block. Blocking is very important in this game. And he was just like, nope, it sucks. Like, I hate the game. <laughs> Not going to do it. And then you, th- I thought that was the end there. But then instead, he doubled down, bought two copies of Elden Ring for him and his wife because that was more accessible, as I told him. They got about an hour in. I don't think they ever got to a first boss. And then we're like, nope, this just isn't for me. And it's like, dude, that's... See, downloading Liza P on Game Pass for free and figuring out it's not for you in the first, like, 30 minutes. All right. Like, the buy-in is very low on that. Spending, like, you know, $140 on two copies of Elden Ring to figure that out. That's a, a little more of a costly mistake, I feel. So. Yeah, that's a, that's a rough one. I mean, my personal opinion on the whole get good uh, debate is they make a ton of awesome content in those games. Like, the Dark Souls games have a really cool story that you have to go find. Bloodborne's the same way. Like, there's an awesome story in Bloodborne that you can hear from the people talking from behind the doors, that you can 
you know, read in little places and pick up little things. And what, 80% of the people that buy that game and install it will never see any of it. That is true. Because they, they hit a wall and they give up. I mean, I love Dark Souls 3. It's probably my favorite from software game that they've made. I had to watch a YouTube video to get the rest of the lore because I hit a boss I couldn't beat and just was like, fuck it. I'll just see the rest of the story because I'm not going to get past this. And that sucks. Like that. I'm sorry. That sucks. That's not like, there's nothing enjoyable about that. And if you can do it fucking great for you, but I can't. And that's bullshit that you're just like, Hey, you know, the tens of millions of dollars we spent to create all this content is going to end up existing for 20% of the people that buy it. Like that's bullshit. That's straight up bullshit. Like put a story mode in the fucking game. Guess what? The get good people won't touch it. They'll still just fucking play it on normal and get the shit kicked out of them and get good and beat the game. But, you know, the other 70 to 80% of your customers will actually be able to enjoy the shit you spent all this time making. Like, that's that's my opinion on it. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in that camp. I, I don't care. Uh, I want to experience the game, and I don't want to feel like I suck at the game. So, give me my fun. That's, <laughs> that's what games are for. They're fun, right? I mean, like, if you... I mean, it's it's the same in the real world. Like, if you get off on, like, just being beat up all the time, that's your thing. That's fine. Like, do that. But, like, there are people who want a very pleasurable experience, and they want to enjoy that. And that's me. I want. I just I just want to look, look at your, your pretty game and play it. Just let me do that. That's all I got to say. I, I don't know. It's it, – for me <sighs> – it just is one of those, I don't understand the necessity of like gatekeeping your own properties because it, and it's not like it sucks. It's not like, you know, keeping the mystery is keeping people from finding out that all of this is total dog shit. Like, no, it, it's really good stuff. And like people write books about the fucking lore that's hidden in these games or you could just make me see it instead of having other people profit from writing or making videos about the stuff you make because no one will ever see it. Like that well, that's the other That's the other thing too. If you put it in easy mode, they think of it as like a very long practice session, right? Like you get mm-hmm. to learn the fundamentals, you get to learn like the strategy behind a lot of the game. And if you beat it and you enjoy it, you're like, okay, well maybe I'll try it on a normal mode. Maybe I'll try it on the harder level. Maybe I'm ready for it now. Like, I've played this game for, like, 40 hours. I think I'm ready maybe to try the big boys. And then you have somebody who's ready to go into your ecosystem on other games and not do the story mode and maybe just try the normal mode. But, hey, you know what? If they suck at the normal mode, they can still go back and play it on the easy mode. You're still going to get that person's money. Uh, So just put the easy mode in. And, yeah, I, I... I don't know, I'm repeating myself at this point, but it, it just, I don't see the point. I just don't see it. 
No, and Justin, your thoughts. It's just I get it, and it's one of those things where it's I know it's it's designed to be hard. Like it's designed to be mm-hmm. difficult, but it's one of those things where I don't know if like say they did add an easy mode or something. I feel like I don't know how that would like impact the design. Like in terms of okay, well now like, you know, this enemy has more health or do what like Creating an easy mode would create, I feel like, certain situations that weren't previously, like, possible or, like, that would happen. So, I don't know from, like, a design perspective, like, them doing that if, like, they have, say, the budget or time or whatever that they, like, want to add that in or, like, were to do that. But, you're right. It is, like, the Souls community, but it is kind of gatekeepy because it's like, oh, you know, just get good, do whatever. But it's, like, at the same time, there's other games, I guess, like, similar in the same family, whatever, that it's, like, okay, well, if you want an easier experience of this, you know, it seems kind of shitty to just be, like, go play something else. But that's kind of, like, where it's at. Because it's one of those things where it's, like, yeah, do I want an easy mode? Like, whatever. Like, yeah, there's certain bosses, like this one that I've died to, like, 30 fucking times or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's, like, yeah, I just want to beat it and move on to the next thing and i'm like stuck here which is like what made elden ring so it's like oh you died to this boss 30 times you can just teleport out and go explore somewhere else and do something else and you're not stuck at this one point in the game indefinitely until you just beat it to move on but it's like at the same time like i can't tell you how many times playing lies the p like i beat a boss and like my heart was like beating out of my chest and it was like the most satisfying feeling of like fuck you i did it that i have gotten out of any recent game so it's like one of those things where it's like because of that difficulty it gives you that feeling and i know on like easy mode whatever like people don't chase that and it's like yeah you could get whatever but i feel like that's what they're trying to do is to give you that oh shit, I can actually do this feeling in the game. I think the the mode I want is just the, look, dog, we know you have two kids and like an hour a night to play video games mode. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I, I don't want to spend the hour a night I have to play something the, the same thing. Over and over and over and over and over until I get disgusted enough to just fucking go to bed and made zero progress. Like, that's not fun. That's not fun. It's not enjoyable. And I'm not going back. Like, it's it's that simple. And we how many people, Justin, do you know that have bought a From Software title? It can be any of them. Dark Souls, Sekiro, Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Elder Ring, whatever, that have finished it. Uh, <laughs> I would say m- maybe, like I can count on two hands the amount of people that yeah. I know, like personally and, that have done it. And outside of that, everyone else has that one thing. It's a boss. It's a level. It's something. There's that one you know, Madam Butterfly, fucking whatever, that you hit and you're just like, well, that's it. I'm done. Because this isn't fun anymore. It's just not fun. 
and I'm not going to chase the fucking adrenaline high of the 150th time it took me to beat this fucking thing. No, I'm do- I'm good. I'm done. Like, guess what? This fucking Mario game's over here, and that's a good time. <laughs> you know, like... That is true. I don't there, know. there were many a nights where I got stuck in Liza P, and then I switched to Sea of Stars because I'm like, <laughs> I, I can't do this one more yeah. time tonight. 100%. 100%. So, I don't know. We don't need to keep dragging that, but it's just, I think it, I think it sucks that like, that's my main gripe is so many people spend so much time and energy making something that majority of the people that buy their product won't see. And I think that sucks. That is a bummer. So, but, uh, speaking of things that have Dark Souls and Dark Soul-esque, uh, properties on them. Justin brought to our attention a, a site called Topsters that lets you make top 25 lists of uh, different media, and video games is one of them. So we thought it'd be a fun exercise. Well, Justin did. And then me and Shannon jumped on right before the podcast and made a quick 25 off the top of our domes to uh, see how it stacks up. Uh, top 25 video games. And I mean, we can... Do you want to just burn through what we have and then uh, we can kind of rank and compare or? Yeah, you, you know, I figured because like so I figured we could also cherry pick like some because my thing mm-hmm. is like so top with the top what I liked about the idea of there being top 25 more so than like 10 whatever is because like, yes, on my list, I have the usual suspects that you've all come to know and love. Like, of course, Mario Sunshine is on mine. Paper Mario, both of them. I had to make sure I had both of them on there because mm-hmm. I love them both. Like, you know, Dark Souls, Castlevania, Aria Sorrow, like all the gimme ones. Yes, I do have those on there. But then Skyrim. But then, of mm-hmm. course, like there's the the ones that, you know, wouldn't make, say, like a top 15 or top whatever that get to show up and... That's what excites me the most. Like for me, um, you know, I was able to on my list put Fantasy Life, which is very niche little 3DS game made by Level Five, the same people that did Nino Kuni, um, and it's one of those where normally that would never get to see like a top twenty list from me. But with sure. that extra five, dude, it gets to show up. And it's one of those where it's great. Like, they're making that sequel that's coming out on Switch. It still says 2023, but they haven't actually announced a date. So I don't know if that is getting pushed to next year or what. But I loved Fantasy Life. It's chill. Mm. I loved all the different job classes. It's easy, yet at the same time, there's, like, missions later on that are actually hard that require you to have another person. And more than anything... I just have awesome memories of the game. Like it was on 3DS. I got my friend Kyle at work into it. And then me and him would play it like at lunch and stuff on break. And then Megan wanted to play it so much that we actually went out and bought her her own 3DS just to play. And then there was countless like Saturday afternoons at our first apartment where me and her would just be on the couch together playing 3ds next to each other and going through fantasy life and it's like that's awesome like that was like one of the first games i think me and her next to gears of war 3 that we like played all the way through together shannon that's a that's a hell that's a hell of a flex isn't it like oh yeah 
Megan wanted to buy it, so we just bought her a 3DS <laughs> so she could play it. Just, Dude. just, Justin just flexing on us. Dude, yeah, and right you know that it's like, yeah, she just sat down and played with me. Like, you know, we just play video games together all the time. Like, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, I know I get told to stop playing video games all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it seemed like a total fight, but believe you me, at this point in time, I still worked at Target, so I couldn't afford a 3DS. We went half seas on that 3DS for Megan. Because I'll tell you what the. The $9 an hour I was making at that time was not going to get anybody a 3DS. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, so looking at your list, though, uh, some things I, I would say are standouts is uh, Mario Kart Wii. That's the Mario Kart So you picked? Yes. So <laughs> I picked Mario Kart Wii because as much I love 8, um, I also loved the DS one. I spent a lot of time on the DS one. Mm-hmm. But the Wii, the Wii one was the one, though, that when I was in high school, I, uh, I went online to whatever forums, whatever, and I joined a, like, uh, what is that called? Like a, a league? Uh, a, group, a clan. I joined a Mario Kart mm-hmm. clan for the Wii one. And <laughs> I was in this clan, and, like, it would be 10 at night and they're like, dude, you need to get on. And like, we're training, like there's a tournament this weekend. So I would stay up until like two in the morning playing Mario Kart in my room on like a school night so that I could participate in whatever rival battle thing that was going on that weekend. And it got to the point though, where I got incredibly sick of Mario Kart and like, (laughs) I, I got done and I didn't play Mario Kart again for a long time. Like, even when I bought the 3DS one, the 7, I barely played it. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want to fucking look at it. And then when 8 came out, that was like the, oh, this is, now that I'm not playing this constantly to actually, like, beat people and get good, this game's fun again. But it got to the point where I didn't even see levels anymore. It was just, like, shortcut, shortcut, this, snake, snake. It was just, like perfection it had to be perfection every time and i just grew to hate the game because of that and we circle back around to getting good (laughs) makes you hate the game so (laughs) yes uh also uh i love i love the addition of world of goo that's a banger (laughs) right there it is a banger and it's one of those like if you guys haven't played world of goo highly recommend it especially um I loved. I played it. I think originally on the Wii. It was on the Wii Arcade, which yeah, was fun. I want to say that's where I played yeah. it too. Which yeah. was incredibly fun with the Wii Mote, because then you like, like the mouse. Yeah, you do whatever you drag it. But with the Wii Mote, you could like flick them up, and that was a lot of fun. And then once they introduced the Android version or iPhone, whatever the mobile version mm-hmm. of it, that's when they added where multi-touch. So then it's like, dude, you could have, like, with all four of your fingertips, like, you could have goos on them, and then people were just, like, speed running the game, just, like, boop, 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 like, building bridges, like, instantly with multiple fingers. And the ending of that game is incredibly sad. 100% recommend. I teared up mm-hmm. at the end of it. <laughs> like, it's so good. And then, uh, last thing, I'm happy you have the right Devil May Cry on that list. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you could you could have went with three. Yes. But but five is the correct choice. Yes. Uh, if five hadn't come out, it would 100% be three. But five is just better three. Five literally yeah. does everything that three does, but it's modern. It's better. There's more choices. Five even makes references to three in it, which is great. Like when the you get the ice nunchucks again and stuff in mm-hmm. five, I was losing my shit. 
and, uh, and it just five just moves so much faster too. Like when you're when you're in the combo zone in five, like it's just a blur of shit going on the screen and it's rad (laughs) like it's so cool it is and i also feel like they give you well a because of the multiple characters i think it seems a lot faster paced too but even like dude like dante gets like 15 fucking weapons in that game and they give them to you like back to back to like there's no it's like no new chapter new weapon new chapter no it's like every time you're like you're just learning the new weapon it's like here you go congratulations new weapon uh and and our boy V, of course. Oh, V. So, yeah. Best best character in that game, V. Um, but solid, solid 25. Yes, I, uh, am, go- I am surprised that Peggle and Puzzle Quest 2 made it. To hey, Puzzle Quest 2 rules. So, uh, No besmirching of Puzzle I'm, Quest I'm just, 2 I'm is just, allowed on this podcast. I'm not here. besmirching. I'm ju- I just said okay. I'm surprised that, so, that, that yes. it ranks that high. I will say so Puzzle yeah, Quest fair, yeah fair. Puzzle Quest 2 is on there because I literally did play it when I went to college for 3 years I played it nonstop like at when I was working when I was doing whatever I I played Puzzle Quest 2 was like before Binding of Isaac that was my Binding of Isaac that I like invested a thousand hours in just like playing Puzzle Quest 2 and then Peggle's one, like, it's fun. Like, it's a good, I've returned to it. It was one where, again, I have fond memories in college of just getting fucking blitzed and just playing Peggle for, like, you know, come home from work, like, unwind, play some Peggle. And mm. it's still, like, I hate to, but Peggle 1, though, especially with the DLC, is untouched. Like, PopCap had it going on. Like, dude, Plants for Zombies, Peggle, like, bejeweled three like those were like peak pop cap and then i don't know what mm-hmm. happened and then it just like all went away every time that ball slows down and ode to joy kicks in on the last peg peg it just it's it's the it's a serotonin hit hard <laughs> yeah. every time dude there's also the where you have one ball left and there's one red peg but it's surrounded by like yeah. blue and you're like sitting there and you're trying to hit it and then it falls and then it's trying to see like free ball free ball and you're like please 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 free ball mm. i need this right now uh but very solid very solid um going down on my list again stuff uh people know me for portal 2 is on the list uh i just said dark souls 3 uh the original bioshock i know I know Bioshock 2 has the upgraded, like, mo- more modern mechanics. I know Infinite has the bigger story. The OG Bioshock, though, when I first played that, there was nothing like it. There just wasn't. And it really made an impact on me. Um, I've got the best video game of all time, which is Super Mario World. I will not be taking questions at this time. <laughs> um, Mega Man 2 which was like the video game of my childhood, along with Mike Tyson's Punch-Out! Banger. Um, and then, of course, Power Wash Simulator. Uh, <laughs> so there is one that I want you to, like, most of these uh-huh. I recognize, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was born in 1990, so... Sure. What Here is Jungle go. Strike? So Jungle, <laughs> So there was a series, EA had made a series. It was Jungle Strike, Desert Strike, and Urban Strike, I believe. And so what they were was like an isometric uh, helicopter game. Okay. And you would like fly around and blow shit up. And it was kind of, 
kind of at the time like an open worldish type thing there were objectives and you had a map and you just kind of flew around the map to like complete the objectives but there were refuel stations there were you know upgrading weapon stations and all stuff and it was just awesome like it was super fun and i remember jungle strike being the best out of all of them like that was that was the game and they were so it was i have on the genesis and they were one of the ones that had the like super tall cartridge because they had the extra memory in them so they couldn't fit in your regular Genesis cartridges. They had to go extra tall cartridge. And I just remember being a kid and thinking that was rad as hell, uh, even though I had no concept of what that meant at all. Um, but yeah, no, Jungle Strike was super fun. Uh, it's a game I think about a lot. The, what's it? Like Halo 3 is on there. And that one is simply... That one is there for like one sequence. I was going through the game on Legendary with some friends. And you hit that second to last level, which is the Flood Ship, right? And it's a fucking meat grinder, dude. Like, you don't know where you're going. Enemies are showing up all over the place. It's just hard. Like, it's just so hard to get through, especially on Legendary. And then... You get to the last, last level. And that last level is like a thank you from the developer. Like, it is so fun. And it's just, especially when you have four people going, and it's just, shit's falling around you, blowing up. You're just running and gunning and grabbing upgrades and just beating the hell out of people. You're getting warthogs and you're driving and the ground's falling out from under you. And it... It was just awesome. It was just one of those like moments in time that made me love that game forever. And yeah, it's that. So that's what's there. The one I thought you were going to call me out on, uh, both of you, I'm shocked, is uh, Zelda Wind Waker being on the list. <laughs> that is now the Zelda, frame, uh, Zelda game that they like. Yeah. yeah. Now that you mention it, I I did forget that you are a notorious Zelda hater. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's actually two Zelda games on my list. Uh, there's Zelda Wind Waker and the best Zelda game, which is Darksiders. Um, hands down, I was gonna say best Zelda was, game ever made. I was surprised that Darksiders was on your list. I fucking love that game, dude. I love it so much. It's Zelda with a gun, except you're <laughs> except you're one of the Horsemen of Death instead of like Link. So, yeah, it's it's the dumbest game, but it's so fun. I love Darksiders. Um, and the one I'm shocked Shannon didn't call me on, Chrono Cross mm-hmm. over Chrono Trigger. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Um, but, you know, like I said, this is your list, not my list. Yeah. Fair. And fair. to be fair, Shannon also already called you out for having Diablo 2 instead of 3. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, well, it's because it's better. Um, <laughs> it's not. It's not, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we can go back and a, forth on this all you want. but like, No, that's, just... that's another one of those uh, probably more sentimental than it should be picks because that's when I was doing Q, uh, QA for Sony around the PS2 launch, and... Uh, Diablo 2 had just come out and legitimately I would go to work and work on PlayStation games for 
10 to 12 hours a day and then go home and play Diablo 2. <laughs> like the last thing you think I'd want to do is like look at a monitor or like touch a keyboard and it's like, nope, nope, we're firing up Diablo 2. Here we go. Uh, so yeah, that one got its hooks in deep. Um, but yeah, those are probably the highlights. The other one I'll throw out there is a uh, Sega Marine fishing, <laughs> yeah. not bass fishing. They keep remaking <laughs> bass fishing. Marine fishing was the shit. Give me some marlins. Give me some swordfish. That's what I want. Uh, but with the Dreamcast, with the uh, with the fishing reel controller, yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> now you're talking. Give me that. Bring back the fishing reel controller. Bring it back. That's what I want. Um, but yeah, Shannon, what's uh, what? What are some pop outs on your list here? Um, so it was good to go back through memory lane. Um, I put Heavenly Sword on mine just to fucking mess with you guys. <laughs> um, but um, you know, going back through it, like thinking about the nostalgia of it and all, um, like. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit has got to be probably one of those that was just rad. Because, like, my cousins were playing it. Mm. My friends at work were playing it. And it was fun because you could get online and it's like half of you were, like, the outlaws and the other half were, like, the police, right? And you were just constantly trying to smash each other. Like, high speed, like, high adrenaline. Like, you were in Lamborghinis and all these other like fancy ass cars just driving all over the place. And some of those wrecks were just phenomenal. Like, you know, I mean like, and that would be something that you'd be talking to your buddies with at work, like all the next day. Yeah. 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 Um, like other ones like Max Payne, um, brings it back like old school. Cause like that was like the first game that had like bullet time, like mm -hmm. back when bullet time was like rad and you were just like, so oh, this is so cool. Like, graphics are never going to get any better than this game, man. Like, this is cool. Uh, but, you know, it just had that nostalgia factor. And everything has bullet time in it. And you're just like, whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, other games, like, on my list that kind of stand out, like, Hot, Hot Shots Golf. Like, I can't tell you how many hours I put into a Hot Shots Golf game. Like, I love me some, like, video game golf. <laughs> yeah. Like, but not like not like the like the actual like simulators. I'm not talking about like Tiger Woods. Like I need like the the arcadey campiness of like a golf game. Like Mario Golf. Um, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't no, no, not no, no. Maybe like everybody golf or like the clap hands golf or whatever like that. Like those games. Top golf even. Like I'll do give me some top golf all day. I'll smash you guys. Dude, Curse the you, golf. You remember how like you do you remember how randomly obsessed we both got with the clap hands golf game for like uh, yeah. a hot month or two like <laughs> yeah we, we we were in deep in those streets dude like that was rough it was good though like i mean that's the thing is like you sit there and you see that on the list and you get that itch like you can feel it like underneath your mm -hmm. skin again like oh i should probably get back into one of those games it'll be fun um but yeah i mean like those the, those always are gonna be there like fire emblems like xenoblades final fantasies like those are all staples for me like um it is funny though because like you know we're sitting here and we're like oh like what did what what are we missing on our lists like what are mm. our regrets and it's like you were talking about i have saints row the third on mine and you're just yeah. like damn i should have put that on there like justin mentions gears and i was just like fuck i didn't put gears i right, didn't have gears right, all over my here. list same here. um yeah. And so it's just like those things where it's like, you know, they're still 
Like, I mean, it was just kind of like a, one of those, like, in a spur of the moment, like, hey, just throw together a list real quick. But it's it's funny to see that knee-jerk reaction when you're when somebody else has that game and you have that 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 commonality and that knee-jerk response. Like, oh, man, like, I should have yeah. put that on my list somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's just... Um, well, Titanfall 2 is on yours, and that's yeah. that's one for me, yeah. Dude, like I, I love that game. Like I've, I just, I love it so much. Like I know we all have our particular. Like we've talked about this to death, but like mm-hmm. yeah, that game, that game lives rent free on any device I can play it on. I was extremely excited that Fire Emblem Engage did make your list. Um, mm-hmm. I had Awakening on mine just because I loved Awakening so mm-hmm. much, but I did beat engage like three times so it's like i got my time's worth out of engage and i didn't want <laughs> i mean it. and that's the thing too is like i mean i love all the fire emblem games am i gonna put like all of them on there no i'm not i'm just yeah. you know the, the the you can you can tell i put engage on there but like if you've listened to our show for the last 260 episodes i've gone all the way back to like the 3ds ones and like i've done all of them mm-hmm. I've, I've beaten all of them i'm happy with it so yeah, they they get there. They get their just desserts. Um, but yeah, so, right. yeah. Final fa- yeah, Final Fantasy ten on there. But I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, ten <laughs> two has the best battle system. Of any You're right. Final You're right. So. But uh, you know, I, I I do like me some uh, some Blitzball. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, and, uh, there's other. It's not like ten's bad. I just have to. <laughs> I have to shout out the dress sphere system. That's all. You see, I you know I I enjoyed it in the first. Uh, what was it? There was like ten two right like, and then there was a mm-hmm. sequel right, and there was like this the the sequel one wasn't there. There was like ten ten two and then ten two two. <laughs> I, don't yeah, know. I don't know. Ten squared. But, yeah. Yeah, but it was just like yeah, that, that it was a good game. It was fun. Like all of, all of the, I have all of the Final Fantasies from um, seven on. Like just mm-hmm. as a collector's thing, right? Because that was my thing. I for some reason I fixated once I got to seven on getting all of the Final Fantasies. Um, so you know they're all going to be on there too. Um, Not nine highly underrated. Yeah, I think sure. nine is Vivi's my Vivi's or that yeah Vivi's my boy. I like that. Yeah, guy. yeah. It's one of those people forget about that one, mm-hmm. but it's pretty damn solid. Yeah, went back to like the little cartoony chibi guys. Like, I had no problems with that. It was mm. good. But yeah, top twenty-five, good times, good times. Uh, I'm curious what people think we're missing, or what other people have in theirs, and they're yelling at their car stereos or headphones right now about how could you guys forget this, or why wouldn't you add this? So I'm curious. If you got things, let us know. Um. You know, I think it's time we pull over and visit our boys down at the park. Ooh, doggy. You guys missed some eatings last week. I found me that possum in the back. I finally got him. But uh, I was a little disappointed uh, that you didn't come by and say hi last week. Uh, was there any uh, any particular reason you, you felt like not stopping by to see your old, your old trailer, trailer park friends? Any, any well, reason at all? Well, it was the large police presence outside of the park, so we just kind of kept it pushing down the road. Yeah, I didn't tell you how I got the possum, but uh, (laughs) yeah, the police got involved. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, it's hard out there when you're acquiring uh, country meats. 
<laughs> so there's no rule that says you can't keep, you can't eat roadkill no more. Just saying. That's valid. Very valid. <laughs> um but yes, uh we have trailers. Uh Justin, why don't you walk us through them? Yeah, so first one I saw a little movie called Silent Night. Uh you know, at first when I heard the name of this movie, I thought it was gonna be a horror <laughs> uh movie but 100 yeah exactly which i want to say there probably is a horror movie called silent night but um this one is not it's an action movie made by legendary filmmaker john woo who is most notably Mm -hmm. known for creating the john wick series uh but this one it takes place around christmas and it's kind of your typical you know happy family uh some shit happens their their kid ends up dying uh the guy like can no longer speak uh for due to the accident or whatever and then goes on a uh gun-filled rampage to get revenge on the people that ruined his life uh and his plan is to enact it all on christmas eve before christmas to finally get his revenge so it looks cool i mean it's tons of shooting um you know it looks you know very on par kind of action wise and like gunplay wise with uh john wick like the plot you know it's one of those things the plot's just kind of there like they have to put something on the page like it the fact that they're (laughs) like the guy can't talk uh kind of tells me that they're like who needs dialogue don't need her we just need action blood like you know that is what people are coming to see and that's what we're going to give them this sounds like watches old boy once yeah yeah (laughs) yeah they're like what if we did old boy but in 2023 yeah we took out the real wrong parts involving children and just kept the violence how about that (laughs) i mean I'm all for it. Uh, it's got the guy who played. Uh, he he was in the Suicide Squad, right? Like the he was the um, he was the uh, Diablo. Diablo. Wait. No, he was the. Wasn't he the, like the uh, the good oh. guy? He was the oh, the, uh, the, 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 the the watcher of the the group. Yeah, the one that Peacemaker kills. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't remember what his name is, but yeah. I know who you're talking. But about. I mean, he he he's he's good, right? And I mean, you know, he's gonna be solid in that because he's uh, he's got the action chops. So, yeah, you know, it we, it seems interesting. It seems great. I'll watch. We should it. play. We should play uh, DC movies we forgot came out. Because <laughs> I even watched that one. And, <laughs> oof. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, I like this um, action movie at Christmas time, like resurgence. Like you know, mm-hmm. before it was like romantic comedies and you know all that stuff. And then like last year we had like what the Santa Claus one, um, violent oh, night. the Mel, violent Mel, night. The Mel, yeah. Well, then there was the Mel Gibson one. Remember that where he's like, it was called like Fat Man or something like that. <laughs> if you've never heard of this, look up the trailer. It's one of those. <laughs> it's one of those trailers where you have no idea what this movie is. And then all of a sudden you have a big idea of what this movie is. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it's wild, dude. Nice. But yeah, I, I, uh, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on board. I like these, uh, these Christmas action movie kind of things. 
I mean, they got to get kind of shy away from like the let, let's you know have a dead kid in a in a movie. That's <laughs> that's kind of a downer, but <laughs> yeah, kind of a Christmas bummer. Yeah, gotta say, yeah, not uh, don't like that. Um, <laughs> Dude. but uh, you know. The other movie on the list, though, that sparked my interest was uh, a little, which I had no idea what it was about. I hadn't even heard of this movie until the trailer came out, but it's called Argyle. Mm. Yes. And, man, dude, like, A, the cast in the movie is insane. It kind of reminds me of Bullet Train in the sense where you just see, like, the list of names rattled off and you're just kind of like, holy shit, like, how are they fitting, like, all these big name people into like one movie. Um, Mm -hmm. But the general premise, it seems with this is essentially, you know, the trailer starts out and it's like, it's from the director of the Kingsman. So it's like, you know, it's going to have some like banging action, you know, in it Mm -hmm. and stuff. And it's very on point with, you know, it's by Matthew Vaughn. It's very much like spies. uh, It has Henry Cavill in it, who, is a spy named Argyle based off the movie. And then about halfway through the trailer, it's revealed that, you know, he, I don't know. Like he's not real. Like it's a work of fiction that this, uh, author is like writing and she's like written a series of books. And then it does kind of like a lost city, Sandra Bullock, uh, Channing Tatum movie type thing where it's like, okay but apparently everything she's written about comes true so people are trying Mm. to like kidnap her to like find this like crazy treasure or whatever and supposedly like the real argyle might exist in some way shape or form but like john cena's in it you got uh brian cranston samuel l jackson like they're going to hong kong and like there's just like fighting in the streets and like shootouts and it does like the typical kingsman like part with like colorful explosion like suicide squadish <laughs> type stuff happening mm-hmm. like it visually it just it looks like it's going to be a fun movie like it looks like you're going in for just a good spy like wacky fun time and that's kind of what the trailer gives me sweet yeah, sounds sounds fun. <laughs> Talking about the Kingsman, is there any better moment in like cinema recent cinema history than that church sequence in the original? I Kingsman was movie? just thinking that. I was just <laughs> thinking the same thing, man. Dude, my, that shit was wild. My yeah. biggest problem is we actually just rewatched the first Kingsman again not that long ago, and it's so good. But the problem with watching the first Kingsman movie now is I'm constantly reminded that there's a second one. Yeah, the second one is so bad and i'm just like dude like the first one was like beautiful like chef's kiss comic book adaptation and then it made money and then because it made money they're like well we need a sequel and then they go to the comic book like well you already adapted the comic book it's done okay well make another comic and then they did, and it's just like, dude, like, they just pumped it out, and it's like, I, I fucking hated it. But the first one is still, honestly, probably, like, one of the, like, next to, like, Watchmen, and probably, like, even the first Kick-Ass, like, the most, like, fairly accurate to the source material yeah. of, like, the little changes they made didn't really matter, but it was, like, 
pretty much verbatim they did the actual comic which was great and then it always cracks me up that at the end of that movie they're like yay we won and every world leader is dead <laughs> like all of them it's like uh i don't know if you did actually like mm. but you did you did yeah this is this is this is winning huh okay all right sure um but yeah uh I, I, like Shannon said, I celebrate the big action movies, making a comeback around the holidays. Mm-hmm. I mean, get me into the theater. Do something. But, uh, yeah, forgotten DC movies. Remember Birds of Prey? That's a movie that came out. What? Like, What's that yeah. about? Well, you have to. Ha- the well, Harley Quinn? Yeah, I Birds think. Birds of Prey movie? That's why Shannon doesn't know what you're talking about because you didn't say the full paragraph of the name, Zach. It's. Oh. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous, uh, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Oh, that yeah. movie. Yeah, that's right. That yeah. One, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, what a piece of shit that movie was. But, you know, uh, uh, I, f- I even forget the character's name. The, there was one character and it wasn't black canary i don't know who are even the birds of prey i don't even know um but there's one character at the end uh, that comes in towards the end of the movie and she was amazing because in her her character what's that was yeah huntress yeah it was huntress uh so huntress in the end of that movie is basically like all this wild shit's going on around her and she's just like yeah okay like i don't what huh what are you guys even fucking doing like sure all right let's do this i guess you know like she's totally being the audience proxy yeah of like what is even fucking going on she's like that throughout the entire movie too they're like i guess we're doing she's like okay i guess we're doing this now sure why (laughs) not i I guess all right (laughs) like yeah no but yes forgotten dc movies that would be a fun thing to do one day. Um, all right. Should we do a little what we have been playing, gentlemen? Yes, please. Because uh, me and Justin, me and your boy over here, downloaded a little game off Game Pass that hit uh, last week called Cocoon. And if you're not familiar, uh, it is a game. It, it's a puzzle game, essentially. It's kind of It's got a very distinct artwork and style and what you're you're tasked with doing you're a little you're a little dude with like insect wings i guess Mm -hmm. and uh, you're wandering around these worlds you've got spheres that um have like worlds inside them and you get access points and you can go into those worlds uh and do stuff there bring things into those worlds, take things out of those worlds, bring, come back all the way to the top layer. Uh, you find as the levels progress, you get additional spheres that you can now go two worlds deep to pull stuff out of, or put worlds inside of worlds, um, to, to move spheres around. It's a very, they do an amazing job of spoon feeding you that, the mechanics in that first in the first world that by the time you hit the second one, I felt 
very capable. Like I felt very much like I knew what I was doing. I knew where, how to handle myself and how to solve these puzzles. Now that is not to say the puzzles are easy. Like you will, we were talking before the show, Justin was like, Oh, you, I've seen things where it's like a four hour game, five hour game. Uh, I'm going to call bullshit on that. Cause I've been playing it for at least seven hours. And, <laughs> and a lot of that is just like, I can see where I need to go. I know there's a solution to this. I know I've got all the tools in front of me to figure it out. I just need to figure it out. I just need to figure it out. And, and there's no timer. There's no reason to like stress over solving it. You were just, I mean, I don't know about how Justin did it, but for me, it's a lot of just staring at the screen and like mentally moving the puzzle pieces around until I can see how they click into place um, there was a puzzle and, and by puzzle, I don't mean like, you don't, it's not like the witness. You're not walking up to a, a display and solving a puzzle and then moving on. It's puzzles that exist in the world. Like you need to travel from point A to point B. There are things in your way to do that. Get there, figure out how to get there. That's, that's what I mean by the puzzle. And there's a, a puzzle in the third world. You get these little drones with you and you have to take a drone from one space to another to open up the boss door. Except there's these things that get introduced in the second world that will eat your drone. Every time that your drone cannot progress past them. And I had two world platforms that let you go in and out of worlds. I had two worlds with me, the orange and the green. And it was like, okay, how do I use these platforms to get this drone past those chompers? Like, how do I do it? I'm not bullshitting you guys when I say it took me at least 45 minutes, probably more like an hour to solve mm -hmm. it. And, and that one took me so long because there were so many options. It's like, okay, I'm going to move the orange one here and the green one here. Crap, that didn't work. Okay, let's flip them. Nope, still nothing there. Okay, I'm going to put the green world in the orange world and figure out... Nope, nope, that didn't work either. And it, so you're just going through all these steps and like moving and moving and moving. And then I found... I like totally just stumbled ass backwards into the solution. And when I got it, was just like, are you fucking kidding me? It was that simple the whole time. It was that easy. And it was something I never even considered doing. Ne like never <laughs> entered in my head that it was something I could do. And it, uh, but that's part of the cool thing of the game is you, you will do stuff like that. And then it's like, oh, now I know that is something I can do. Like now, now I think I'm going to add that to my quiver of like options when I come to the next one. And it's just, it's so good. It's so clever. The music's great. Just the vibes are immaculate as the, as the kids would say. Um, Justin, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, a, I completely forgot that this game was even coming out this month. And then when I saw it hit game, Pass, Me I was too. like, God Me damn too. it. I was like, I knew there was like another one. I was like, bro, there's too many games, but well, it was, it was a uh, twofold. It was like, Holy shit, that's coming out. And, Thank God it's on Game Pass because I really don't want to spend more money on more games right, right. now. Right? Yes, 
Uh, Game Pass has been the gift that has kept on giving this year. Uh, but yes, Cocoon came out, and I Zach's a lot further than I am. I am only I've just gotten past the first boss, but man, like. The way it, the design is so good, it's like so simple because really your only actions are like walking and then picking up an orb. That is all you do. Those are the controls. You walk, you pick up an orb. And the fact that like, you know, they make that work in a boss fight kind of setting, like they use mm-hmm. they use the max of like, okay, you can only do these two things. Well, we're going to make this work in a way that's like yeah, you're only doing those two things, but you're doing it in like an interesting way that actually isn't just like, oh, I'm just picking up stuff and walking around. Um, the I never get sick of diving into an orb. Like that animation of just seamlessly uh, like the, going yeah, up like awesome into the camera and then impacting into the world is cool every single time. Uh, I'm playing it on the original Xbox, which I will say it load like lo- it took forever to load like initially, like the game itself. Mm. But I see why, and it's because I'm assuming it's just front loading the entire game at the beginning, and then like diving between the worlds and whatever, because there is no load. Like after that, there's no load. Like there's no loading in between diving into the different worlds, like whatever. So I'm assuming that's what it did. Is it just like loaded all the different worlds at once and it's just like okay now we don't have to worry about it uh but no visually it's so pretty it reminds me a lot of journey um i I, very similar aesthetic yeah yeah yeah. of kind of wandering around stumbling upon stuff i know i saw a steam review that said it reminded them of playing portal for the first time which I do kind of get those vibes of the mm-hmm. the big aha, like, I'm a fucking genius moments and stuff. Like, when yeah. that hits, it feels really good. And then when you realize what you were doing wrong for the last 15 minutes, and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> right. Like, I was telling Zach, like, so there's this one part. It's, it's the very beginning of the game. It's, like, what the first little orb you get. There's, like, a series of tubes that it needs you to get this orb over to power this bridge on the other side that you can't get to and there's little parts of the tube that when you hit things it like switches uh left or right or does whatever because there's multiple tubes going places and i kept Mm -hmm. hitting the switch i'm like dude i don't know like what the hell is this thing supposed to do and it's like you have to work your way like all the way up and then actually drop your orb down and then it goes down and you have to like run with the orb and like hit the pipe to like switch it over before it reaches it and stuff to get it to go to down the correct tracks to get where it needs to go. And there was like, it took me like probably three or four tries like doing it because there was times where it's like, I didn't realize how under the clock I was to get like, especially for that last one. I'm like, Oh, I can't like actually, once this is going, you can't really pause and like stare at it and go, okay, yeah, I need it. It's like, no, you need to get moving and run to that bottom one. Otherwise, it's going to pop out in the wrong spot. And you're going to have to trek it back up there and try it again. Uh, so that was really cool. And then like the first boss fight, there's this little dig, dig dug little bug thing that you like smash the ground. And it like pops it out of the ground and kind of floats there like a drift loon. And then you like grab it and then it becomes like a bomb. 
and then you have to get it close enough to the boss. So it's like all you're doing is like the same stuff you were doing in the overworld. You're just carrying essentially like an orb around whatever, and you have to do that a couple times. But the way they did it, it's just like that's like incredibly smart, like with minimal controls like that. And it's like the music is like super ambient. It's cute. Like, I like that you're this little bug and you're just kind of walking around doing, like, little bug shit in these worlds. Mm -hmm. Um, I have the two orbs now, so I need to go, like... And that was interesting, too. It's like, oh, once you have two orbs, it's like, okay, well, now I'm diving into this one, but it requires an orb. So I'm like, okay, well, and there's not one in there. And it's like, well, what do I do? It's like, oh, shit. So you jump back out, grab your first orb... And then take that into the second world, and you're just like, oh my god, dude. Like, you could tell, like, later on, I guarantee it's going to get insane. Like, trying to juggle what's inside <laughs> of what. Well, actually, the game helps you with that. If you put, like, say you take orange inside of green, mm-hmm. and then drop it in there, set it down. But you can't, and that's the other thing. You can't drop orbs wherever. You have to place them on yeah, the stands to dock them or whatever. Into like a little stand, yeah. Um, once you do that and go all the way back to the top level, you'll see the green orb has an orange dot in it now. Okay, so that that's good because yeah, I know there will probably be times when you're juggling multiple things. It's like, dude, yeah. I'm gonna forget fucking where I left something inside of something. Hundred percent. Yeah, and uh, so have you hit the? part where you get your two little robot buddies yet no i have not hit okay. that part yet yeah They're, they don't stick with you through the game but there's you get two little robot dudes that help you solve pu- solve a puzzle that requires moving them around with the orbs and stuff that that's cool um the little drone dudes you get that open up the boss doors uh my kids have named uh named them gerald and geraldine <laughs> depending on what level they're in classic so it's hilarious they'll follow me around and like they get chomped and my my boy will be like no gerald no <laughs> not gerald <laughs> yeah <laughs> evelyn just sitting there because like they go into this big plant and get like eaten to when they open up the door and so the first time that happened evelyn was just like geraldine no <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> But yeah, cocoon rules. I I was saying earlier off before we started, I at this point don't really see a a a world where this doesn't end up in a top five. I mean, it's it's top ten with a bullet, but I don't know of another game that has like got me in a chokehold like this that's come out this year. Like I that's have to impressive finish it. considering the year of games that we've had. Yeah. And I mean, what's even... still coming. <laughs> yeah. Now that's that's the thing that I'm I'm hesitant to say it's top five with a bullet, just because there's so much still coming out <laughs> that, you know, I can't I can't say with a hundred percent authority, but I, I can say it's a top ten game for sure. Like it it's got like got me in a chokehold. I can't I can't help it. I'm gonna play it as soon as we're done here. Um the other thing I fired up, uh I admittedly have put almost no time into it, but it, I started it at least with Street Fighter Six. Cause uh if you recall back in the summertime, Shannon got it for about a week 
Well, he bought it and then played it for like a week and then moved on to something else. But Ouch. he told he told me for that week he was loving it. So uh, I got a I got a screaming deal on it for the PlayStation Five. So I downloaded it uh, and just started messing around. I I basically made a character at this point and got into the world and and I'm hoping to do more. But so I've got that now. Um, the next big thing is coming down the pipe is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping to get some Street Fighter. I'm hoping to wrap up Cocoon like tonight or tomorrow. Spend the rest of the week with some Street Fighter 6 just so we can talk about it at the end of the year in greater detail. And uh, then on to Spider-Man. And then Alan Wake 2, which apparently is amazing. Like all these early play, uh, you know, early preview builds got you know journalists and youtubers went and played it with remedy and everyone's coming back being like fuck bird alan wake too it's way better than we all thought it was gonna be and i'm like no stop just stop stop telling me these things are amazing because i don't have the bandwidth to i know do all of this i already accepted the fact because next month Spider-Man, Mario Wonder, yeah. and Alan Wake all come out. And that's, oh, that's just... this month. That's this month. Oh, yeah, that's right. I We're in that. October. It is October, yes. yes. So, yes, those yes. are coming out this month. And I already accepted the fact that I'm going to wait on Spider-Man 2 because I want Mario. And then, like, a week later, mm-hmm. uh, Alan Wake comes out. And it's just like, there's no way, like, to do all three. Like, it's going to be two, and then one of them's going to get purchased around, like, Black Friday. See, thankfully for me, I can kind of lean on my son to play Mario Wonder. And, like, I'll be able to just hang out and watch him play it. Yeah. While I play Spider-Man 2. So <laughs> that, that at least, I have that working for me. Um, but, yeah, it's it's stupid. There's so much. There's just so much. Um, yeah. So, uh, Shannon. What have you been playing? Sea of Stars. Still. Yeah. My boy. Um, I, man, that game takes some turns. I'm in the Sea of Stars right now. Uh, Justin, are you there yet? No. Uh, I am not in the Sea of Stars. Because that's what happened, dude. I, I haven't got to go back to it yet. Dude, I need somebody to talk about. <laughs> I need this. I need somebody to talk about this game too. Uh, there's some choices were made. Some things happen. Uh, like, oh, it's emotional. Um, so yeah, um, I'm having a great time with the game. Uh, I gotta be close to the end, right? Like, I'm in the sea of stars, so I would assume that like I'm pretty close to the end. Um, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I'm having a great time with it. Um, I know there's one more character to get, so I haven't gotten them yet. So I'm hoping, you know, we get them and then we get to spend a little bit of time with them and then the game wraps up. Because, Spider, like you said, Spider-Man, I think Star Ocean comes out the second week or first week in November. Um, and then, yeah, I got Mario. I got, I got so many other games. I need I need to get well, it done. <laughs> and then oh, and then I got uh there was a sa- a Steam sale, a Steam Deck sale this uh last week mm-hmm. 
for um, Wolfenstein, like the Wolfenstein catalog. So I got uh, the new uh, second. I got Wolfenstein two, like the two, the second one, the new Colossus. I think is what it is. Or yes, whatever. yes. So I picked I that love one up that for game so much. Yeah, that's that's why I saw it on. It was it was for six. It was six bucks. And I was like, oh, nice. for six dollars, I can't pass that up. Um, so I'm gonna. I want to get into that just to see how crazy it was because I remember you saying this movie. This 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 game is bananas. So. I do want to oh, give that a try. Oh, it's fucking batshit, dude. It's so <laughs> fucking crazy. Like, I, I should No, I shouldn't, because I have no time. But, like, I would love to play that game again, just because it's been long enough now that, like, I remember the big things, but mm-hmm. not all the little nuances to that story. And, fuck, dude, it goes places. I'll, that's all I'll tell you. That game, that game fucking goes places, dude. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, I mean, that that's it. That's all I've really been doing. All right. Yeah. Justin, you are up, sir. Yeah, The besides uh, some Cocoon, the only other game I've been playing has been Lies of P. And it's it's been great. And that's, I'm like right at the end. I am literally on the second to last boss. And I'm in the final, like, final area. Because like, um, I've watched... Uh, people like speed run it and stuff like that and basically Mm -hmm. after i beat this boss i just need to continue my way up the tower or whatever to then get to the final boss so like that's just been i really want to beat it and then that way i can go back and finish sea of stars and try and like you know knock a couple of these games out before all the heavy hitters of october start hitting but Mm mm-hmm Lies of P has had its hooks in me, man. It's been really good. Like, I've gotten all the different arms. I've fully upgraded uh, two of them. I have, I think, four weapons that I I fully upgraded. I did everything. Like, the little fire salamander dagger, I put it on a long stick. That's one of my favorites that I use. And then you get from trading in one of the boss souls you get it's called like the something katana and it's like one of the best weapons in the game or whatever it's just it's super fast and it's like heavy attack like does really good damage and then it does like a nice move where it's like you get in hit and then it'll auto kind of like backdash you out which has like saved my ass numerous times like when I was being too aggressive with bosses and stuff like getting in hitting a bunch and then it like pulled me out of there before disaster was about to happen <laughs> uh, so that's been really nice and stuff I'm th- this boss I'm on right now though I forget what her name is but it's just like dude I can I was so pissed earlier I was trying to beat her before we started recording and I almost did it and it's like, she has two phases. First, she's in this full suit of armor that's covered in spikes and has a big-ass sword mm. that does lightning damage. She has a shield on her back, so you can't attack her from the back. Like, you can, but you have to keep doing it until you break the shield. And even then, once you break the shield, there's this big metal thing that, like, got your weapon kind of dings off of it like it doesn't really do a lot of damage so most of your attacks you have to do from either the side or the front so you have to like wait for the big like attack combo to stop and then like dodge in front 
get your hits in and stuff, but then get the fuck out of the way because then they're going to start swinging again. And once you finish phase one, then phase two starts, which has a whole nother health bar, and then she sheds like half the armor, gets like wing, like starts flying up in the air, and then like starts like flinging fucking lightning at you and becomes a lot faster. And it's just like, dude, part of my problem is just like having enough health, like going into the second phase and then like not getting hit by too many of the electrical attacks because then you get the shock damage whatever and then it's like your stamina like doesn't refill as fast and whatever and it's like dude once that happens you can't dodge or really like block anymore and it's like yeah that's the kiss of death if that happens Mm. um but it's been really good. It's been a good Souls game. Like, for not being a From Software title, like, the level of polish and, like, fun in it. I'm excited to see. I know there's multiple endings depending on how many truths you tell and, like, how many lies you tell. Um, so I'm interested to see. I've told a lot of lies. Uh, <laughs> I've told some truths. But it's funny because there's a portrait of you as well in Geppetto's workshop. And every time you tell a lie... The nose on your portrait grows out of the picture, so it's just like jetting out of the wall. Uh, and mine's pretty big because I constantly <laughs> lied. So you like walk in the door and it like hits you in the forehead. Um, but I'm like interested to see <coughs> how it ends. Um, but I'll definitely be glad to be done because man, I, it's just some nights. Like I said, it's been brutal to where it's just like you know after. 10 attempts it's like you need to walk away like switch to sea of stars like i switch on some anime or something to just like (laughs) not feel the depression of like i almost beat the boss and then just like died like right at the end it's like fuck dude like i was this close like half an inch of health is what they had left and i blew it (laughs) so um have you ever walked away from a Souls-like game? Like, you got so frustrated with a like something that you just put it down and you never went back to it? Yes. <laughs> and that <laughs> happens with, a lot, like, I've beaten Dark Souls 1. Um, I've... Dark Souls 2, I don't remember... I, I want to say I got really close to the end and I don't remember what happened. I was playing with my friend Chris and then I think he couldn't play like one night or something and then we just like we never went back and i never went back uh dark souls 3 same thing happened that happened with zach i got to a certain boss and i just i couldn't beat them and it's like i tried like 20 times it was like i don't remember who the boss was it was someone in like a throne room i remember that there's like pillars and they do fire damage and whatever and i just they're fucking fast and i just i couldn't do it um and then I'm like, and then I'm like right at the end of Elden Ring too. I think I have maybe three bosses, if that, left in Elden Ring, and I was like stuck on the one. And it's like I know the one after this one, like I should my build is perfect for like the blood damage, the whatever. Like I'm built to fight that next boss, but the one I'm currently on, I am not built to fight. And <laughs> he is he takes hits like a champ. And he's strong, and it's just like, I I don't remember what happened because I was playing that for a while, and I just like fell off. And then of course, Blood Bloodborne is 
ungodly high. I never played Sekiro. I've heard it's really good. I've also heard it's really hard. But and then Bloodborne, I don't remember what happened in Bloodborne. I don't even I honestly think I got maybe halfway through Bloodborne. I think that might be one of the ones I honestly got the least far into <laughs> because of how brutal it was. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that's that sucks. <laughs> But um, the one thing I also wanted to tell you is I heard c- that people were playing Lives of P on, like, you know, what is it, uh, Game... What, what, what's what's Game the Pass? service again? Game Pass, yeah. Um, and that when you get to the end, um, if you beat it, like, there's no way to go back to change your answer. Because, like, you know, they they give you that final question of, like, you know, did I, I think it was, like, did you mostly lie or like it gives you the option at the end to tell one more lie or to tell one more truth, and I've seen people like you know go opposite of what they did, like throughout the whole game. Like people lie the whole game, and then they, at the last one they 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 chose to tell the truth, and it changes the ending. Um, so I don't know if there's a way to save, or you might want to like look up um, if there's ways around that so that you don't lose. Like, you basically, you wouldn't have to go through the whole game again. Like, you could maybe just change your answer at the end and see the different endings. Yeah, I will say, I know there's multiple instances in this game. Because, like, most Souls games and people who play them, like, it's specifically set up so that it's, like, you can't do everything your first playthrough. Like, they want you to do New Game Plus. Mm. Uh, And this one's kind of the same, where... There's a thing that you collect in this game called Quartz, which is what you use to upgrade your P-Heart or whatever to get Mm -hmm. your abilities and stuff. And I think in total, there's something like 29 of them, 27, something like that. Um, I was able to get, I want to say like 20. Well, I know there's like, I think one or two that I I still need to collect because I'm not done yet. But I want to say right now I'm sitting at like 23, 24. I have the majority of them but there's some that i can't get because of what i did in the game like there's one where it's like you need uh there's this dude on the phone and you answer his riddles and you get questions or whatever and just like what you said uh with the questions he asks you the last one he asks you though is a truth or a lie and he asks you if you're if you think you're a puppet or if you think you're human and I answered that I thought I was human, but if you answer that you're a puppet, he gives you this key that unlocks this door, and then you actually get to meet him, do whatever, and you get quartz. Well, I picked the other answer, so I didn't get that key. So it's like I never got the key to that door, so I can never do that. Mm-hmm. And there's also this one side quest I like thing that you have to do where you have to specifically trade in a boss soul for a certain weapon and then talk to one of the merchant dudes with the weapon equipped and then he's like oh that's the weapon blah 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 and then he gives you quartz the problem is is that weapon's not good so (laughs) you have the option between you can get this weapon that isn't that good or you can get this amulet that actually is good so i picked the amulet but now there's no way to get the weapon because I already spent the soul and you only get one. So the only way, if you didn't do it the first time, to get that now is to do New Game Plus and then choose the weapon this time. And so, but it's like, so I guess I'm never getting that. <laughs> but, so. 
yeah, that's a bummer too because it's like New Game Plus is basically harder, right? Like you're just you keep your levels and everything is is a little bit more challenging, right? They have more hit points. So I think certain things do have more hit points and stuff, but yeah, you keep your level, and I want to say mm-hmm. like you keep like your I want to say you keep like all your weapons and stuff like that too. Um, but yeah, so then that is nice though. So yeah, if you I went through on New Game Plus, like I could get all the weapons and all the amulets because I'll have gotten two versions of the boss soul. So I could just buy the other one that I'm missing or whatever. Or I know like I've seen some people online that are like, yeah, you know, I bought two of this amulet. So now I just have two of them equipped or whatever. And you can do whatever. Cause with your P heart too, it's one of those things like you can't fully max it out. Like you have to choose, like I got to level five and mm-hmm. by then you have to put four quarts in to select the thing. And from what I heard in New Game Plus, it unlocks a six section in New Game Plus for you to invest in. But it's like, besides that, like you would have to go through New Game Plus once, maybe twice, I think, if you wanted to like just 100% like max out your P heart, which I have no intention of doing. I just want to beat it <laughs> once and beat it. I don't have time for that shit. <laughs> He has to get back to playing the beach level in Pikmin 4. No, I'm past the beach level. I have been playing Pikmin 4, though. I, I'm he has like, to get back to Sea of Stars, too. I know. That's what I'm saying, man. And then I need to finish Cocoon. Like, there's a never-ending laundry list of shit that I need to finish completing. Um, but that's all I've been playing this week, though. Well, that's good, because I think, I think we hear some sirens. Man, so many sirens. Alright, uh, well, I'm going to take a back seat and also enjoy this spoiler zone uh, because this list is a bunch of stuff that I have not seen. So take it away, gentlemen. Well, why don't you go first, Justin? Because you got, well, actually, or do you want me to go first? Because it's, uh, it's a short one. Well, so, I mean, I'll, I'll go first. But, because especially, I know Zach has interest in watching it, so I don't want to get too spoiler heavy with it. But I watched the first three episodes of Gen V, which is the boys spinoff show that just came out. To to be fair, I have interest in watching both things you have listed, and I mm-hmm. did not realize either one of them had come out. So that <laughs> is why I haven't watched them. I saw you wrote wrote them down. And I'm like, holy shit, that that's out. Like and so yes, that they are on my list right now. Yes, so they dropped the first three episodes, just like they did with the boys. They dropped the first three episodes all at one time. So over the last like couple nights, I've been watching an episode of it. And dude, I'm gonna be honest, Jin V is pretty great. Like, um, I really like the characters that are in it. It's a lot more. It still has the level of ridiculousness that you expect from the boys. Like, there's some, like, not as, like, what-the-fuck moments yet as, like, you know, season three or two or whatever. But there's been some, like, yeah, this is the boys. Like, this is fucking weird, like, whatever superhero shit. The main chick in the thing, like, her power is she can control her blood. Um, So, like, she can, like... she has a little knife she keeps on her and she'll like cut her fingertips or her hands or whatever and make like her blood will like pour out and she'll make like bullets or just like fling it like icicles or do whatever with it um 
so she's really cool there's like another character who can um kind of do like the chick from umbrella academy the i heard a rumor and make them do whatever that's her power but she has to physically touch them but she can like like this dude was a dick to her and so she touched she's like go to the nearest hardware store grab a baseball bat and every hour like yell jumanji and hit yourself as hard as you can in the nuts Mm -hmm. with this and so and that was like a fun little easter egg like later throughout the episode you just hear jumanji and then like a smack like really quick before it cuts to like the next scene that's some jessica jones shit right there yeah yeah it is very much like that uh and then um there's this dude whose name is golden boy and i don't really know or understand what his power is like it looks like he like set his body like on fire i think kind of it's like a golden flame sort of thing like he Mm -hmm. almost like made a suit um i don't know but he's also super strong um and he's kind of like the universe he was the university like hot shot like um they were trying to get him into the seven type like situation we do see like there has been a couple i would say i say cameos with like a train or the deep or whatever like they are in Mm. it mainly as like in commercials and stuff like they haven't like shown up but in like advertising it's a the the fucking deep dude jesus (laughs) yeah um and i want to say show wise i think this is taking place somewhere uh maybe between like i don't think it's taking place after season three like from what it seems like, it's taking place sometime, I want to say, between season one and two um, in the timeline-wise. Because the Deep still has his, like, full head of hair, so he hasn't, like, shaved his head yet. Um, and then there was, like, some shit with, like, Homelander came up and, like, Vought is, like, not, you know, going to the ground and stuff like that. So I want to say a lot of this is happening prior to the events of three. But it's really cool. Like, you know, the general premise is essentially, like, you find out that under the schools, like a uh, where the laboratory type thing where they're experimenting on mutants and, like, students and stuff. And hmm. Golden Boy's brother is one of the people that uh, they told him that he was dead and committed suicide. And he found out that his brother is alive and he's down there being experimented on. So he wants to break hmm. him out. And that's kind of the general premise of what Gen V now, is. Are all uh, are all the kids at the campus like? Are they all Vought creations? Yeah. So they are okay. all like the 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 realization that like um, Compound V was given to them. Like that information's already out. So like everyone mm-hmm. knows that they were fed Compound V. Like some of them don't care others have like the resentment like toward their parents use them to try and like get whatever and that's one of the things i really like about this show too is it shows like it really drives home like the oh my parents injected me with a dangerous drug to try and like get me into the seven and make money off of me and they're not good people (laughs) and that has repercussions now it's like little kid beauty pageant parents yeah. to the nth degree. Pretty yeah. much. So, yes, I definitely recommend it. I want to say it comes out on Wednesdays or Thursdays like the boys did. So a new episode should be dropping this week. 
Um, however, this other show, which unfortunately only had one episode drop, I was thinking it was going to do all three at once, but I guess they're doing it weekly, is The Continental. Mm. Uh, and, man, like, it's really good. I enjoyed the first episode. I like the guy who they picked to play Winston. I think he nails, mm-hmm. like, a young Winston. Like, he has the sassiness. Like, he has the, like, I'm suave. Um, he's really good. Uh, and also, we've only seen him a little bit. I'm thinking he's going to probably play a bigger role in part two because this is divided up into three parts. Each part is, I want to say, 90 minutes. So it's kind of like Sherlock. Uh, where it's just like three like 90 minute episodes is what it's gonna be and the guy who plays the uh shit i don't remember the concierge guy that's at the hotel the, oh yeah behind yeah. the counter uh, mm-hmm. the young version of him i think does a really good job and i'm hoping he's gonna have a bigger role uh so this story is all about how you know winston came to become the purveyor of the continental uh currently uh in the show his father is the head of the winston's dad is the head of the continental who's played by mel gibson and that's fucking hilarious like i haven't seen mel gibson in anything in a minute like he's you know a lot older he's gained like a lot of weight but he looks like very new yorker like owns the continental like kind of heavy set you know, two buttons undown, gold chain on the hairy chest type attitude. Like, he totally, <laughs> like, fits the part. Um, and he's, like, the, you know, obviously not the world's greatest dad. But it's about Winston, and apparently Winston has a brother who went to war and stuff, came back and was kind of fucked up, worked for his dad. He steals, he betrays their dad and does like a Ocean's Eleven style heist on the Continental and steals it's like a coin press like an old okay. but it's like I don't they oh, have, is it to make to make the the high table coins like that's, the currency they haven't explained it and that's what I'm wondering but it seems like because they're not using it like it's just like locked so I don't know what exactly I think it makes something even better than that um but they haven't really explained what it is yet. Uh, so I'm hoping they'll go more into details of that. And that, so Winston ends up getting kidnapped and flown from London back to New York by his dad because he wants Winston to find his brother and bring him in and bring the coin press back in. But Winston sides with his brother and then is basically like declaring all-out war against the Continental with his brother. But we got to see, like, a couple... We got to see another adjudicator, which is really cool. I'm hoping we get to see her fight in either the second or third part. She's the chick in the trailer who's, like, wearing the weird, like, stranger's doll mask thing over her mouth. So I'm really interested in what she's going to do. Um, the action in it, it's good. Like, it's it, it's not going to be John Wick Chapter 4 or 3. Like, you know, the budget, obviously, it's not going to be as over the top as that but like uh the opening scene with winston's brother though when he's Mm -hmm. like doing the raid on the continental 
that was very like John Wick one, and it was really good. All right, and so that kind of set the tone, and like he was a badass, and it kind of seeing him do that. It's funny because like the show, like watching this really drives home other aspects of the John Wick series that you never really thought about. Like, this dude doing all this shit, you realize, like, oh, not everyone can do this. Like, he took down, like, 60 people by himself, like, raiding the Continental, and then you see, like, and everyone's like, oh, dude, no, like, he's a fucking monster, and it's like, okay, yeah, not everybody, even, like, the mercenary, other contract killers and stuff, like, yeah, they can't fight like the Baba Yaga or like this dude, like they're in like categories the of their Yaga. own. Um, <laughs> but another thing that they drove home that I never really thought about and I'm hoping they explore it more is there's like cops and stuff who are like investigating like, you know, this, uh, the continental and like the people who hang out there and stuff. And you could tell like the one detective dude knows more than he's letting on. He's like telling his like deputies like, dude, He's like, do not fucking get involved in this shit. Like, don't go in there, whatever. At one point, she ends up going into the Continental and goes up to the bar and buys a drink. And, like, she's like, whatever. And then she goes to pay for the drink and puts the cash on the counter. And the bartender just, like, looks at it. And then he realizes that she's basically not supposed to be there. Mm. And then, like, 12 different people, like, all unanimously, like, lock eyes with each other in the room without saying anything, and then, like, a series of, like, waiters and, like, waitresses are all just darting glances at each other, and then, like, the cop is, like, realizing that, like, everyone's kind of, like, nonchalantly looking at her, and then she's looking around and realizing, like, oh, even, like, these waiters all have guns, like, strapped to them. And she's like, I need to get out of here. Like, I did something wrong, and now my life is in danger. And it's like, I never thought about that, like, an outsider, like, going into the Continental and trying to, but it's like, oh, right. you're, you fucked up. Like, you're not supposed to be here, and now they know, like, that you are not one of them, and now you yeah, have a target yeah. on your back. I, I had that thought a few times watching the John Wick movies of like, what if someone just like walked into the continental and was like, Hey, this looks like an awesome hotel. Can I like get a room? Like what, what would happen? Or yeah. they just be like, no, and, we're booked. Get the and, hell out. The, and know? that's, that's exactly what happened. She wanted a room and they were like, yeah, we don't have any rooms here. And they just basically told her to fuck off. And then she's sitting there and watches some dude pay for something with a gold coin. And was like, what the fuck is that? So I like that aspect that they're kind of like, fleshing out the world a little bit like more and stuff you're getting kind of see the like inner dynamics and stuff of how the continental works um, all right well nice. shannon what do you got uh, so <laughs> i had some time to watch a movie this week well <laughs> yeah you had some time <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh i i got to watch half of the blue beetle um <laughs> and it's a dc movie um, I think, uh, George Lopez chews up the scenery and is a little over the top as his, uh, you know, in, in this movie. Um, but you know, so far I'm enjoying it. I mean, I'm enjoying the, uh, the, the concept of it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see where it goes once I, once I get to the other half of it. Like he's basically kind of doing the whole, like, uh, I got superpowers, like, you know, did the whole like the flying around while the suit was adjusting it's a little bit more paras uh, parasitic than I thought it was. Like I thought it would be like, you know, 
something that could attach to him and then we give him powers. I didn't think it was something that was going to burrow into his body and just like be sticking out of the back of him for, mm-hmm. for, for, you know, the rest of his life. But, um, you know, I, I think it's acted pretty well so far. Um, it has the potential to be the best DC movie that I've seen. Wow. Um, so I hope it sticks to landing. I hope the action sequences are good. I hope the, the battles are great at the end and, and I hope it, you know, it kind of, follows through on where it's starting because it's a lot more vivid it's a lot more colorful and uh high energy uh you know those batman v superman uh actors were pretty stoic and dark and uh, reserved this is like the exact opposite end of the spectrum um so it does make it a little (coughs) more engaging to watch and a little bit more fun to partake in a lot of the scenes so uh yeah I, i hope it I hope it keeps up. So. Uh, I was going to say, I I know uh, James Gunn came out and said that basically once he confirmed that like Blue Beetle is going to stay in his universe. So that yeah. is nice to know that like it's not just going to be a one and done and then we're never going to see that character again. He said Blue Beetle, uh, Peacemaker, and then uh, there was one more. I don't remember who, but he basically confirmed that at least those three characters will be transferring over into his universe. Good. All right. Well, maybe, uh, you know, kind of the Spider-Man treatment. Shannon will get <laughs> half hour more into it and then or the wrap it up a m- God- month from now. Godzilla vs. King Kong treatment or... <laughs> Hey, at least I finished that movie. But all I'm saying is, uh, there is there is a good chance I'll finish this one, and then I got Gran Turismo I gotta watch. So, you know, I actually kind of want to watch that too. From the people that I know that have seen it, they've said it's really good, and that mm-hmm. there's not a lot of um, there's a lot of action relating like around cars. Like there's a lot of driving in the movie, and there's not a lot of plot. So, you know, if you like cars, it's a good movie. I kind of heard it was like Rocky with cars. And I'm like, I mean, you know yeah. what? That sounds all right. That sounds all right to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, gentlemen, have we done it? I think there's another one in the books, sir. All right. Uh, well, then, Justin, mm-hmm. why don't you lean on in here and take us <laughs> That's in for slow a little creep. You know what, guys? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. You know what? Head on over to Discord. You know, what are some of your 25 favorite games? Do you like the ones on our list? What are we missing? I know I felt bad once I realized Doki Doki Literature Club got left off of mine, and it kind of broke my heart a little bit. Um, So, you know, head on over to the comments. Let us know what some of yours would be. What do you think we're missing on some of ours? And while you're at it, Head on over to Spotify. Give your boys a review. Let us know how we're doing. Zach, honey, baby doll, if Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, hey, guys, go be great. And the Jets were robbed. <laughs>